0: Welcome back to the very first solo episode of What We're Not Talking About with your host, me, Amy D. I am so excited to be here with you, building and creating a world in which mental health is a priority within each and every human being. The conversations we are about to share with you will be some that you're probably not used to hearing. And if you are, it may very well be a sign that you need to listen closer. My one hope is that these conversations will help you learn, love, and become the version of yourself that you've been yearning to be your entire life. I hope this doesn't feel like a pipe dream, but if it does, you're in the right place. I used to be exactly like you. I didn't trust or believe in the universe, other people, let alone myself. I refused to see the good in the world, jaded by the life I had been dealt. I suffered in the prism of my mind for a very long time long time. I grew up in the 90s outside Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada, and although we have free healthcare, mental health was not an area of medicine that they focused on here. Honestly, I would be surprised if they even believed it back then. As a child, I was constantly sick, both physically and mentally, and in and out of doctors' offices, specialist offices, and hospitals. Not once was I considered as being someone that could potentially need psychiatric help. Something inside me felt like it was destroying the good in me. Emotions were overwhelming, I broke out in fits of uncontrollable anger, and I was losing all of me by the age of 17. Fast forward to 2011, and I was experiencing daily anxiety and depression, although I didn't know it at the time, as well as dealing with a binge eating disorder excoriation disorder, zero self-confidence, a narcissistic father, and a toxic family life. In other words, I was a giant fucking mess that ended up as a drug addict, codependent, sex worker, and overall sad, sad shell of a woman. Then, one fateful night when I was 21, I met with someone who would soon be one of my last clients. I can recall to this day the most vivid details of this evening. I remember the smells, the sounds, the hazy purple hue of the room. I even remember how his voice sounded as he undressed. This isn't who you are. This isn't who you are meant to be. You are so much more than this. Those words cut into me like a rusty knife. They hurt because they represented exactly how I felt. In fact, most of the things I did and experienced were done with the level of awareness I chose to ignore. I knew I really didn't want to abuse meth, ecstasy, and cocaine, but damn, did they make me feel better in the moment? This was something that I struggled with for a very long time. If I knew what was right and knew that I was not meant to do what I did, then why did I continue to do all these self-harming things? This thought took over my life, asking over and over again why did this happen, uncovering layer by layer the hundreds of elements that made up each and every belief and action I held and experienced. I thought about this so much. I made it into my passion, my purpose, and this podcast. Why am I telling you this? Nothing other than for you to understand that not only am I talking about this and sharing with you what scientists, psychologists, doctors, and other contributors have discovered, I have also lived many of these experiences. I have been in a similar place as you, one that feels cold, dark, damp, and one like you would prefer to leave. I have had moments where I thought I wanted to die. I have had days where I thought my anxiety was going to cause a heart attack and kill me. I have had weeks where I refused to get out of bed. But I've also had other, better days. Ones where I process the emotions of the past. Ones where I sit with the experiences I was trying to forget through drugs, alcohol, unprotected sex, or constant scrolling. I have had days where I feel emotions leave my body for good. And the one thing that has been the theme of each and every one of the good and bad days is this conversation. I used to have the hardest time communicating, a side effect of narcissistic abuse. I felt like people were judging every word I was saying, making fun of me behind my back, and further proving to myself that I was, in fact, exactly what they thought not good enough. Then, just like most magic in today's world, I inherently knew that this needed to change. Something the voices inside my head were screaming that I needed to work on. It was important. So I listened. This is what I have learned since. As children, we need a variety of support, care, and love from our family to ensure our healthy physical, emotional, and mental development. They include the obvious, such as clean drinking water, a safe and secure home life, and appropriate guidance and discipline. However, there are three things that contribute to the overall mental health of a child that we don't talk about. This is what they are. One, being listened to. Two, being understood. And three, experiencing unconditional love from family. This is where we, as a human race, can go terribly wrong. It's normal to grow up in a two-person working household that is struggling to meet the bills and demands of two children. Dad is constantly tired and disconnected and mom and or dad is barely holding it together. The stress is insurmountable and ends up becoming a regular theme of the evening. Sophie, the oldest, has been feeling the stress of her parents Attempting to lighten the mood, she tries desperately to have a conversation with them to share all the new things she's been learning about at school. See, she's really into space and aliens, and they finally started to cover it in science class. Mom is quiet and exhausted from work, but makes her best effort to feign interest and agrees that's neat. Dad, on the other hand, has zoned out completely and appears to have become hard of hearing. This becomes the normal dinner table habit until it turns into something much bigger. Supper time now features an angry father, one that keeps insisting that Sophie eat her dinner quietly and go upstairs to finish her homework immediately. Mom, trying to avoid the wrath of Dad's anger and protect her daughter, quickly agrees with Dad and rushes Sophie upstairs to safety. The purpose of this story is to illustrate what is going on inside the child's mind. Unbeknownst to Sophie, every time her parents choose not to listen to her, she begins to build a belief that their love for her is conditional. That they will only love her when she speaks of something that they too wish to speak about. Additionally, the situation affirms that she isn't understood and further ingrains the belief that she's weird. See, I forgot to mention to you that she is being made fun of at school because of her interest in outer space. Her parents don't know either because they are never able to listen to what she's saying. What happens then is that her parents unknowingly affirm every negative belief in that child's head simply by not listening, not understanding, and not demonstrating unconditional love. And if you as a child are shown evidence of this by your parents, wouldn't you most likely believe them? All subconsciously, of course. Now think of what type of adult Sophie turns into. One that doesn't trust herself, one that believes she must act a certain way in order to receive love, and one that doesn't feel understood. A scary feeling in a world that is becoming more and more divided by the day. Coupled with the fact that by 20, she is most likely dealing with the impact of her toxic family and maybe even exhibiting a visible mental illness or two. As most of you listening are adults, you may very well be thinking, I'm not a child anymore, so what does this have to do with me? As adults, our true purpose is to heal and essentially reparent ourselves. This means allowing ourselves to experience, as adults, What we missed out in childhood through conversation. Although what we're not talking about may not feature conversations that you are directly having, they are real vulnerable and honest conversations that many individuals you will see in yourself. These conversations are meant to open your eyes and bring the unconscious darkness that you feel in your soul, if you want to admit it or not, to the conscious, the light, in order to move forward in a way that feels freeing and not bound to a life that was never meant for you anyway. Through these conversations, you will learn to love yourself and each other unconditionally. Without doubt in your minds and fear in your hearts, I'm confident that these conversations will change you if you allow it, because they've changed me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of What We're Not Talking About. It would mean the world to me if you subscribed and shared this episode with anyone you think needs to hear it. As valued listeners, I also wanted to remind you that if you're ever looking for a specific topic to be covered, please get in touch with me on Instagram. My username is amy.damone, or you can simply click the link in this podcast description. I can't wait to hear from you.